Welcome back You're to another edition of the Par for the Court podcast. It is Thursday, October 27th, when this podcast is hitting your eardrums. We're recording this as uh, the Brooklyn Nets are taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Pretty good game so far. Yeah, I didn't ask, but what you thought I about No, I didn't. We aren't talking about the, this is the intro. We didn't, we're not talking about the game. I was just telling everyone that it was a good game. Dude, they can decide it for themselves. Do you know Javon Carter was recruited at... An 8 a.m. game. He was yeah, picking up full court. Yeah, I hear that Bob Huggins, he wasn't even there to watch him. No, Bob Cousins was there to watch Bob him. Cousins? Bob Cousins? Bob Huggins. I hear Bob Cousins. I think he works uh, the Did you know yard. that? Bob Huggins, though. Yeah, he was He at recruited the, him at World by at Word of Sports at 8 a.m. He was at the tournament, and he was like, so wow, he got this, his coffee. this guy's picking up a full court at 8 a.m., and I'm just getting my coffee. He had, he had mine pressed Virginia, and that was it. Yep. That's just an anecdote that all every single announcer feels compelled to tell whenever Javon Carter gets minutes in a national TV game. So, if you're an NBA all right, Cole, fan, what are we doing on the pod today? Probably heard this story. Well, we're going to be handing out some grades for some teams, like a teacher. Yeah. So I'm going to name four teams, and I'm going to see if Chase can give me a good grade or a bad grade on those teams. And I'm going to do Chase that is going to be doing the same for me, and then we'll of course be doing our. Stuff on the back. Ready to get it going? Let's go. It's par for the court podcast. Alrighty. Um, do you want to ask me the first team to grade, or should I ask you a team to grade? Yeah, I'm gonna ask you, then you ask me, then I ask you, then you ask me. Okay, I like that rotation. We'll do that two more times. Okay, you go right ahead. All right, Cole. What is your stance on tanking? On tanking? It totally it depends on the team. It depends on the person. All right, what about the Sixers? What's your grade? I don't think it'd be good for them to tank this year. Uh, no, 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 those were two separate questions. Oh, well. What's your grade for the Sixers? If I had to grade the Sixers, I'd give them a D plus. Guys, Cole has like 10 paragraphs of notes. You got to be prepared. You can be prepared with that 10 paragraphs. Okay. Well, my it's more bad. than you've written for all your classes this year. I've 1 million percent done more work for this class than I have, or for this podcast than I have for any class. You've got, page, how many pages of notes is that? Well, this is like, for like months back. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. All right. Yeah. All right. What, was your, what was your grade again? D plus. D first plus. Thing, first thing I have in the history of the par for the court notes on here, Boston Celtics legitimacy. Tied for second best record of them at the February. I think they're pretty legit. I remember they were the pretty podcast, legit. Yeah, that was we good. we didn't think they were legit. I don't remember that. No, we we both were like, eh, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it going. Keep going. Okay, um, Sixers easily D plus, and I mean they're they're one and three. They lost to the Celtics, Bucks, and the tanking Spurs. Finally, getting their first win against a tanking Pacers. Harden, Harden has been really, really decent. Close to the Rockets we've ever seen him being since he left them. He's averaging 27 and 10, if you can believe that. I can believe it. Yeah. Because he's the only one with the ball in his hands. Okay. Okay. You're going to say, so you think, yeah, you think Embiid's struggling is due to Harden's ball hugging? Yes. The game that I watched on opening night, I saw Embiid get all the opportunities, all the chances in the world to make things happen for himself, and he went out there and folded. Okay? And Beat's lack of production. He, he can't get in a rhythm. He had all the chances to. Chase, 
Do you know how many shots he took against the Spurs? How many? 40. You can't get into a rhythm after taking 40 shots. Chase looks dumbfounded. Chase looks, Chase looks at a loss for words right now. I was unaware of the 40 if, shots. He took 40 shots against the Spurs, and you lose? If you can't get into a, Chase, how many shots does it take for you to get into a rhythm as a big man who plays high-level basketball? Four. Four. Not even. Times that by 10. And you're saying he can't get into a rhythm? Boom. Shut down. If you are taking... I think these... I think, sit, I think these... Hey, I think these hard numbers have a little bit of Westbrook on them. No, they don't. Have you been bit, watching? Smells you, a little Westbrook in. I know you've been watching these games. And Harden is the only reason that they were even in the Bucks game. The Bucks were pulling away. The Bucks were up by 10, and then Harden goes on a run by himself to get them back in the game. And guess what? Embiid had, I think, like a minus 13 plus minus that game. Harden's was probably close to zero, maybe even plus. Okay. But I personally think that a lot. I Harden's Harden's production is definitely contributing to Embiid's lack of production, but that's solely ego driven. Am I wrong about that? Repeat that question. Okay, Harden's production, Harden having a really good start of the season, uh-huh. is contributing to Embiid's lack of production. But that's only because. Embiid has an ego. Embiid wants you to be the guy. You think Embiid's getting a little pouty? Yeah, one million percent. But I see it's it. all his fault. Harden was all about taking the backseat to Embiid, as he should. But Embiid isn't taking charge. And also, for those who are going to be like, Embiid's averaging 26, that's because he ha- put on that 40-point a game. He had that 40-point performance on 40 shots taken against the Spurs. So if you're taking 40 shots, you better at least have 40. But yeah. Um... Embiid's got to pick it up, plain and simple, for them to get to where they want to go. Everyone's talking about championship. They have all the talent in the world to be a championship team. But with that, their quote-unquote MVP player needs to play like an MVP, and he's not. So, yeah. Do you concur? I concur. All right. Um, let's, um, let's get into everyone in the country's favorite team to talk about. The Lakers. What do you give them... As far as greats go, Chase. You're going to make me talk Lakers to start this off? Did I you mean, want me upset for the whole podcast? Well, I just, I, I like to talk about the Lakers. I think it's a fun topic. I gave the Lakers a D. D? D flat? A D. A D. A D, I'd give like a B plus on this start of the season. A D is one of the only reasons that I couldn't give the Lakers a F. F. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. Him and LeBron? I mean, the only two reasons I didn't give them an F. Now, granted, LeBron's shooting 27% from three, but... So are all of them. That's Did you know that not a, single, not a single Laker is shooting above 30% from three? Austin Reeves is, close, is the closest 29. But yeah. How's Matt Ryan doing from three? Probably awful. No. Yeah, probably awful. I don't think so. I don't know that for sure. Why are you giving them a D, Chase? I mean, have you, they're one of three winless teams in the league. Yeah. With the likes of Sacramento and Orlando. Uh, Bull Bulls on Orlando. So that's yeah. a pretty good company. Right. That's all I need to know. Do you know Harrison Barnes? Heard of him. He's in the Kings. So that's pretty good company. Yeah. Okay. Thank Go you on. for letting me know two NBA players. <laughs> Go on. I mean, they came into the season. If you watch them so far, they look like they've never practiced or played with each other. It just looks like an all-out mess huh. out there. Hmm. They have a team 
with size and strength, and they're just continually shooting the ball. They're, I think they're one of the highest attempt teams in the league. And yeah, lowest, they're, se- they're seventh in attempts. Seventh in attempts and lowest in makes. They're now, last in makes. Now, dead last. If you're a coach and – That team's not built to shoot threes like that at, at volume. Now, my counter argument to this would be you watch them play, and it's like if you're not going to shoot the ball, they're just going to pack the lane even more. But that I I attribute that to bad play design and a bad offense overall. What well, did what got done in training camp for them? Is it LeBron saying? Well, defense, is it LeBron saying I don't want to install offense? Or is well, it their defense Darwin Ham saying really we're not going to run anything? Darwin Ham is a defensive minded coach, and their defense has been pretty good actually. But they they've got to have somebody on that staff that knows an, a lick about offense. Do they not? I don't know about a lick. Not one guy that can go with the ice cream cone and lick it offensively? I don't know about a lick of offense as far as Laker go. Um, what? What? As far as Laker go? Yeah, as far as the Lakers go, I don't know if they know about offense that well. I mean, honestly, I will say one thing. It's astounding how well they're doing in the red zone. and That's the paint for anybody that was wondering. Anytime they get the ball in the paint, Good things happen, except for when Westbrook drives it. By the way, oh, that's that's the other thing. Darwin Ham all off season. Oh, Westbrook's going to have a different role. Westbrook this, I Westbrook seen that. A single. Me and Westbrook bit have talked dip- about defense. We talked about different ways to play, make, and attack. Now, nothing. As far as nothing defense different. goes, I haven't seen a single. I mean, I'm sorry. Aside from defensively, and AD being healthy, I haven't seen a single difference between Vogel's Lakers and Ham's Lakers. No, nothing. Now. Hot take. Well, Almost this, worse. This is not a hot take. The Lakers are going to get their first win tonight against the Nuggets. You can book that. Yeah. And everyone is going to go nuts because Westbrook isn't playing. Yeah, I could see it. Now, if they do not win, I don't know what to say. And also, don't quote me on that. But if they win, give me all the credit. But if they don't win, then I don't want to hear it. But again, if they win, I want like everybody like, wow, man, what a take! Cold, cold, and saw that coming. And when everyone's like, oh, the Lakers are better without Westbrook, you you can also be like, man, Cole knew it. Cole got that right. Nuggets also need a win tonight after yeah, the Nuggets, the Blazers performance. The Nuggets really need a win tonight. Okay, so I don't, I don't know how valuable your take is on that. Yeah. Okay, Chase, your turn to ask me. Cole, what do you think about the the home team, the Washington Wizards? Ah, the Wizards. What are we seeing out in D.C.? Well, welcome to D.C. (laughs) I'd give the Wizards a B plus. Yeah? I mean, they're beating teams they should beat. Right. Um, The Cavs lost, they kind of beat themselves, in my opinion. That was an upsetting loss. Yeah, but in this league... A telling loss, if I may say so myself. I don't know about a telling loss. This is, that's a loss of learn. That's a, I mean, that's a learning experience. Chris, that's their Por- first Chris Porzingis. Dude, don't... Can't hang with those boys. What, Bro, okay. You're talking all-star. If, you don't, if you're watching this Wizards team and you don't think Chris Taps Porzingis is an all-star, you're he, crazy. Can you get a rebound against, against Jared Allen? Okay, the Cavaliers are known to have one of the most ferocious on the boards front courts in the league. So if Chris Tepsprzingis, who's the only rebounder out there, can, uh, I, I, I shouldn't say it's only Chris Tepsprzingis. There was a lot of guys yeah, that exactly. just weren't doing so, their job down there. So 
yeah, he's 7'3", but why don't you point the f- – when you point one finger, there's four pointing back at you. So I've never – fun fact, I've never pointed a finger at Kristaps Porzingis. Okay, well, you're metaphorically doing it. Um, but, yeah, if – You're saying it's my fault that the Wizards didn't get rebounds against the Cavs? Yeah, why don't you sub it? All and right. Get a rebound. I, don't th- I don't think you can get a rebound over Jared Allen. Probably I could. <laughs> All right. Okay, respect. Respect. Probably I could. Okay. One in a game? You don't think so? One, yeah, but I don't like consistently in crunch time, Jared Allen's an all-star player in the NBA. You know, you just you just time you just, the box out and you box out real hard. Do your work do your early. Best. Okay. Do you, Push him back. Your stance is doing your work early, but what about when you have to help defense and such? Oh, I wouldn't. Okay, so you're just you're just either letting him score or boxing out. Jared if this, if the, if the game for me is don't let Jared Allen get a rebound, I'm not helping. Okay, I get that. Yeah, that's you true. know that's true. If the um, game's to win, that's different. Yeah, true. Yeah, so the Wizards, if they want to win, if they want to do well in this league, they want to get to the playoffs. They're going to have to be dominant against the teams that are below them if they want to finish where they want to finish. Yep. Beal and Porzingis together has looked really good. The number one thing is this duo has to stay healthy to do well. And obviously Fact. we've seen them stay healthy this year and they're three and one. Um, I mean, and with the crazy depth this team has, you know, Monte Morris, Delon Wright, Kuz, Hachimura, especially Will Barton, one of those guys is bound to have every night. a good night every night. And with Beal and Porzingis scoring at least 45 a game together, that's going to lead to a lot of good wins. The law of numbers. Spe- yeah. It's my favorite law. <laughs> that's your favorite law? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? That's my favorite saying. My favorite law. Um, but, yeah, the, with the, with as versatile of a defense as the Wizards have, they can be a really dangerous team. And I don't think there's a single team on a given night that they can't beat. It's just refreshing watching them this year compared to past years of just the random – this is a very random thing to say, but just – the random lineups that they have, and you're like, wow, end of the works. second quarter. Yeah, and you look at it, you're like, wow, that's a great lineup. Yeah, they haven't had a second string lineup like this in I don't know how long. Not even in like the Beal Wall days did they have this deep of a, oh, a bench. Oh no, not at all. Not you know, at all. they had a great top five, but it was never this deep of a team where they could throw big lineups out there. They could throw small, switchable, quick lineups. Facts. They've never had this. They haven't had this in so long. They they really do have one of the most versatile teams I've ever seen, literally ever, and I'm not exaggerating. In the history of sports, yeah, right. Not I didn't say versatile at how high of a level, but they're versatile. No, that yeah, they have a lot of lineups. They have a lot of different ways to attack. Now let's let's um let's hedge our bets a little bit real quick because last year with the Montrez Harrell Spencer Dinwiddie. Davis Bertans. I didn't have belief in that team. Very early on when they were the one seed for the first 10 games, we did talk about how good they were were because of the fact that they had, you know, actual NBA players on the team and such. So, but this team I think is different. I wish I had an inside that because I don't think that they're this, this is the same. I don't see egos on this team. No. Like I did last year's team. I don't see headstrong players that, are getting upset about the amount of shots taken, things like that. You look down the line, there's there's vets that have been a couple different places that maybe it didn't work out as well as they wanted, but now it's like, all right, it's time to stop messing around. 
time to win. It's time to play a role and star in it. Yeah, like Dinwiddie. This team has Dinwiddie and Harrell, who were extremely relied upon last year. They have been. They have had a history of problems, histories of right ego, yeah. things like that. There's not a single guy. You could argue Porzingis a little bit, but he's been in some bad situations. He's been in tough spots everywhere he's been. Everywhere. New York is is tough for any player with oh, the media yeah. and fans. Dallas playing second fiddle to Luca. That's been yeah. proven to be very very hard. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um okay. Next team. Let's go with the Warriors. The ones in Golden State? That's the ones I'm referring to, yeah. I'm going to give them a C, Cole. That's a respectable grade. Why do you say C? C for Cole. What? C for the war. You're really good at letters. Why do you say C? Um, I mean, they're, they're beating the teams that they should clearly beat with uh, the Lakers and who else do they beat? I think Sacramento maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless of the fact, they're 2-2. Two and two. Lost two tough ones. Should have beat the Nuggets. It was a very close game there. Really should have beat the Suns last night. Well, that was the Suns, they were just all over the place. There was Well, that Suns bad game. Bad whistle. Yeah, it was a bad whistle, but they're coming off a back-to-back. and That's a tough one. The Warriors' defense is very evidently They weren't not off a back-to-back. They, they played Sunday. The Suns? Warriors and Suns both played Sunday. Oh, shucks. I, yeah. Are you sure of this? Positive. Well, that's my mistake. I was 99% sure they were on a back-to-back. But regardless, the Warriors' defense looked very, very, very bad. A lot of, a lot of, very, a lot of miscommunications. It was just, it was just I, I expected better of the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, I think they're – obviously, Clay, admittedly so, did not get the offseason work that he should have in or could have in because of things that have happened in past offseasons that he was a little weary of. So he's still getting into game shape and really getting into his own form. And, you know, they're still bringing on the young guys more and more into the rotation and um, Kaminga, Moses Moody, and obviously James Wiseman. They're still really trying to carve out their roles and assimilate themselves into Warriors culture more and more. So I think it's early season. It's going to be hard for them to figure all these things out and get wins Yeah, I think at the rate that they normally do. I think with the amount of front court versatility that the league is seeing nowadays, they need Wiseman to progress faster than I'm not going to say he is because I feel like they're not giving him as much of a chance I, yeah. as he should. I'm on that, that wave. They Because from what I've seen, he's done nothing but great things, but I think they're weary of him getting hurt. Yeah. But we saw Draymond Green play a very good amount of minutes against – a Suns front court led by DeAndre Ayton, and it was very evidently not working out for the Warriors. Ayton agreed. Just little eleven boy. first half rebounds. Yeah, for DeAndre. Oh yeah, how'd you know that? You were just on top of rebound stats that night. Something I was looking at. Yeah, I, I get that. Sometimes I'm just like, mm, I wonder how many personal fouls uh, this guy's going to get tonight, and things like that. So yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, Ayton just sunned Draymond Green all night long, and now. Draymond was lucky that offensively the paint was wide open. That's how he was scoring. But defensively, Draymond did nothing to help out the Warriors last night. And that's not really his fault. But then again, he's, you know, supposed to be the best defender of all time, according to if you ask him. But 
Yeah, no, when they're playing against teams like that, I think it's less and less, you know, it's less and less, let's say, I don't even know. It's getting to a point where they can't go small against these big teams anymore and run them off the floor because Draymond isn't as good. That's what I meant to say. Well, I think the NBA is kind of how versatile of a lineup can you put out there and still defend and score at a high level. Yeah, that's true. And Draymond is getting to the point in his career where he's not as versatile. Defensively. Defensively, Offensively, I think Offensively, he played great. Yeah. But defensively, he, he maybe is not as strong anymore, not as quick. Can't get up as fast. Well, and the bigs are just better also. Right, that too. And I think going back to the Wiseman thing, I don't even think it's the fact of him not progressing fast enough. I think when he's out there, he's doing great things. Mm -hmm. I just don't know. I mean, maybe it's just him kind of ramping up and they don't want him to get hurt. Or it's Draymond and Looney are just earning the minutes in training camp and in practice and things like that. And they just want to see more from him. I don't know. But well, I, think, I think he might be their best front court guy. I totally agree with that. Um, Looney, I think Looney's getting the start just based off, you know. Merit. Yeah, merit. He's, you know, he's won finals with them. And I agree with that, by the way. Yeah, I, I do think too. he should start. But the, I think especially early regular season, this is where – you got to put Wiseman in those situations, right? So that you, so that you can see if you can trust him when it comes time for the playoffs. Yeah, you know. And I think we will see that going forward. And I think that this is only his fifth, and this is only like his thirtieth NBA game ever, all, all time. So you're true with that. You know, I think it might be less, but yeah, it's only going to go up. So yeah, but I like what I see from Wiseman, and I think every Warriors fan should be excited about him. Agreed. But I also like what I'm seeing from Kaminga and Mosey Mo- Modis. I think Modi Mosey looks really good. Kaminga, we haven't been seeing consistent minutes from, and I can't really get a good read on him. So, but I like what I've seen out of Mosey Modi. Modi Moses. I'm just going to say the Warriors are going in the right direction with building a team the way that they are. Yeah. Yes. And we'll leave it at that. Agreed. Next team. Who you got for me, Chase? What's your grade of the Brooklyn... Nets of New York. Oh, boy. The Brooklyn Nets. Up nine right now in the third. Um, I'm going to go. Buck. I am going to go with a C. C? Yeah. They need Ben Simmons to average. I see how you could do that. They need Ben Simmons to average at least double digits as far as points. Right now he's averaging 5.8. Um, I think the number one thing holding back this team is, well, Ben Simmons. Um, they need him to be – now, defensively, he hasn't been bad. He just keeps fouling but he, out. He's getting really bad fouls. But that's something that comes with playing more. He hasn't played yeah. basketball in a long time. Yeah. And, you know, when you're first getting back, it's harder to have a good read of the game defensively. He's Very still got true. that raw talent. But, you know, when you're lacking feel, it's hard to not foul. Um, offensively, this is really easy for me to – you know, decipher. He's still afraid to get fouled. He's still afraid to go to the line. Where do you get fouled the most? The lane when you're driving. Paint. He is literally scientifically built to be one of the best slashers this game has ever seen. Yep. He's six foot ten. He's athletic, 
and he has one of the best handles for anyone over six foot six the game's ever seen. Fact. And yet he won't attack the lane with the purpose of scoring. Why is that? Because he doesn't want to get fouled. It's a hard way to play. He's averaging two foul shots a game this year. Do you know how hard it is to be six foot ten and not shoot like six free throws a game in this NBA when you're playing at least thirty minutes? Dude, like think about it. You're bound to at least get two two fouls or two foul shots just being out there for fifteen. Yeah. Let alone being out there for thirty and being built the way he is. He should be getting the line four times a game. I mean, everyone's everyone's heard the comparisons between Ben Simmons and Giannis because their bodies are so similar. Giannis is truly fearless. And you've seen how his game has developed. It's, it's clear in his play that he is, yeah. Ben Simmons is just not fearless. He's passing too much, which is – and he's he's trying to prove his all-star level by way of his transition flashiness, his passing ability. But that's what's getting him in these spots where he's getting these turnovers because he's overpassing and he's overthinking the game. Yeah. Like just now, yeah, he got the ball right on an offensive there. rebound, and he's at the charge circle with a guy in front of him, just one guy. He could rise up and dunk it or jump hook it, but no, he passed out to Kevin Durant. Luckily, Kevin Durant's a great score. He finished the shot, but, you know, it's just, yeah. It's simple as that. Also, their defense, like I said, Benson is doing a job, but everyone else in the lineup is not good, and they have no reinforcements coming. So Seth Curry? Defensively, he is not a reinforcement. I think he's just TJ, a reinforcement in general. Yeah, but I'm talking about defensively. Right uh, now, they're not having trouble scoring the ball. That's clear. You got KD and Kyrie scoring 25 and 28 a game, respectively. And Nick Claxton, we've seen a really good – I think we've seen a rise in Nick Claxton's game offensively. But defensively, he is no anchor. He's no anchor. He's rebounded the ball because his athletic ability and height, but no. He can't protect the lane. Yeah, I think that's the clear downfall this year for the Nets, and it has been – the pretty much all throughout the Steve Nash era. And if they can figure that out to even a average level of yeah. being an average defensive team, they're gonna go they're gonna go very good very good places. Yeah. I think this team goes as far as Simmons is able to elevate his game. Charles Barkley said it today, he pretty much said about the Nets. I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Nash is fired within the next month. I wouldn't be surprised if they win a championship. And that's that's a crazy thing to say about an NBA team. But I would be I agree with shocked it. if they won the championship. So I'm on record as not being with Chuck there. I'm with and Chuck. I also don't see Steve Nash getting fired. I'm with Chuck. Um so yeah. Okay. Next team. Um let's see here. I think I think I'll be asking you what your thoughts are on the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans? Yeah, the New Orleans Pelicans down in New Orleans. Good grade. A. You got an A for the Pelicans. Huh? A for the Pelicans. I mean, you know, three and one, pretty good start. Pretty good start. Wins against pretty good teams. Yeah, that's Beat right. the Nets handily opening night. Yep. Zion looked amazing. Yep. Then. What, he had 25 that game, I think? Yeah, something like that. Then they go to Dallas last night. No Zion, no Brandon Ingram. People yeah. are like, oh, it's a scheduled loss. That's fine. Give them rest. Let Zion's back get healthy. Let Brandon Ingram take some Advil for his head. Mm-hmm. Tight shit, tight shit. Then they go in there. They steal one from Dallas. Trey Murphy, by the way, 
25 Great on game. 100% shooting. Great game. This guy. I remember talking about him after that Lakers win they had, and everyone's like, who is this guy? And now he is a production, a productive NBA player. He's more than that. Bonafide. But, I mean, you look at this Pelicans team, they have a great mix of young talent as well as veteran leadership with McCollum and Val- uh, Valanchunas. Yep. Uh, they, they like the Wizards, have a lot of lineups they can put out there, very versatile, and uh, that is what the NBA is. It's a game of versatility. Yeah. So Mc- I'd see great things for them in the future. McCollum's been unreal for them. Yeah. Absolutely unreal. Absolute anchor. He's had at least 22 in every single game so far, and he has been the exact veteran leader that they needed. Yeah. And, dude, when you got all all their perimeter play, all their wings – and Zion, that's enough to be like, wow. But you got Jonas Valanciunas starting at center. That's such an underrated, so underrated guy for them. No one talks about that. Everyone talks about their young guys, their depth, all this stuff. The fact that they have Jonas Valanciunas out there who can stretch the floor and get you a solid look from the post whenever you want it, not to mention how well he's been rebounding the Offensive ball. rebound assassin. He's legitimately – If I say so myself. I think he might be the best offensive rebounder in the game right now. The way he just well, he's able to tap the ball in only spots only he can get them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this this team is going to be really dangerous, and I honestly can't put a ceiling on them right now. I yeah, really I think can't. this team, if when they get to the playoffs, I think we'll see either oh they're a year away or oh they elevate their game even more and they could be a championship team this year. I think that's how I feel about them. I think the big difference maker for them is whether they're hot or not from three, right? Um, especially come playoff times, because the game plans defensively will be so much more, you know, um, organized. And the number one thing about the Pelicans, you got to stop them in the lane, and you got to you got to stop Brandon Ingram's um, mid range play. So I think they have such a balanced scoring attack, though. It's like yeah, but the number one thing that sticks out to you, the number one thing that sticks out for you is you know their inside abilities. Yeah. Um, True. Which is why I think that the make or break is going to be the three-point game when it comes to playoff time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Pelicans fans from last year to this year, complete 180. Complete 180. Even from two, three years ago, it's like, is David Griffin going to have a job next week? To now it's like, wow, look, look at what a great job he's done constructing this team. Yeah, the amount of just random – Herb Jones and Trey Murphy obviously stick out the most as far as – Guys who no one... What about Jose Silverado? I legitimately forgot about him. You forgot about him? I forgot about Grand Theft Alvarado. Um, a lot of people forget about him when they're bringing the ball up. You know what I'm saying? A, that's a good point. Uh, you know? He, he almost... I, dude, his, his days of pull of that might be over because of how no, no, well no, no, known no. he is. He's going he's gonna to get him. He will always get them. He'll get at least one or two a year. Okay. I guess you're right. Two or three. He'll be feasting off uh, rookie point guards, though. Right, like a random Thursday night in Sacramento, he'll get one. Yeah. What are you saying? Davion Mitchell doesn't pay attention? Possibly. <laughs> Thursdays? <laughs> pays Thursday. attention on a Thursday. You never know what Thursdays. No. Um, yeah, no, everyone. Never know about horses, either. You, you really don't know about horses. Um, everyone in New Orleans should be real happy right now. A grade from Chase Parr. That's probably going to go on their bulletin board. A. A, quote from Chase Parr. Okay, um, next team, let's do a, what, one each? One more each we have? Yeah. All right, ask away. You know, I'm shocked that they made the list, but the Miami Heat. You got some audacity asking me about that. 
What are we thinking? Um, What's the grade? Okay, yeah, let's just talk about it. What's Bam's three-point makes this year? How many, What's the total at? I'm sorry, the audio went in and out there. Um, what is the three-point th- make total for Bam out of bio? No, the mic's cutting out. Uh, tell me the answer. The mic's cutting out. I can't hear you. Is it zero? Um, Would so zero be correct? The Heat will be getting... How many shooting guards started for the Heat this year so far? Just one of them Was start. All of, were all of them starting? Just one of them starts. Okay. Um, I'm I'm for a starting lineup change, but that's not in the shooting guard position. Okay. Um, the Heat are going to be getting an F minus for me. F minus. F minus. Something that's not even a, a letter grade. This Heat team might be the most difficult team to watch in the NBA right now. Especially for you, Kyle Lowry. All that bull junk you were talking preseason. Okay, if we can still turn it around. This is this is great so far. Right now, the Heat get an F minus. Come Jan- come come February, March, April, May, give an June, and July, they'll be at A plus. The way the way your brain operates, you're only F minus or A plus. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about the number one problem for this Miami Heat team. What? So, Kyle Lowry. He's he's way more likable than Westbrook. You know, he's not, he's not egotistic. He and he's just overall in also a, a smaller market. Yeah, he's overall in a spot where he's he's under less of a microscope. But if you're looking at just level of play, him and Westbrook deserve the exact same amount of scrutiny. Both are averaging roughly like 10 a game on exactly 28% shooting. Now, Westbrook is shooting 8% from three, but and Lowry shooting 28% from three along with 20% regular shooting. Yep. But it's just so, it's just really, really, really hard to win when your point guard who's getting paid $28 million a year upwards. A lot of millions. Is averaging 10 a game on 28% shooting. This is a guy that we need production out of. Okay? Dwayne Dedman, who's getting about 13 a game, is so much hate for Dwayne downright you. unplayable. He's a foul <laughs> machine. And in, um, in, our, in our three... In, um, oh, man. Okay, let me just say these plus minuses. All right. Um... Minus 18 in a seven-point loss, minus three in a three-point win, and minus 13 in an eight-point loss where, you know, people in the starting lineup have plus grades. This guy is bad. He's a, he can't do anything offensively. He can't finish in the lane. It's just bad to watch. Jimmy's playing exactly how you'd want him to play this early in the season. He's averaging, I think, 24. Okay? You Tyler think? Hero, however is playing at an all-star level. He's playing better than most young guards out there. Wow. So none of this goes on him. He's doing everything he possibly can, getting to buckets when the offense is looking stagnant, especially late in game. His play turns up. But Bam Adebayo, we need to see more consistent play out of. He has all-star potential on three or four nights a week. And the other three or four... He's not playing at an all-star level offensively. I have an idea. Don't say something stupid or I might smack you. I think the Heat need a uniform change to the Miami Pro-Am uniforms. So then maybe Bam will attempt a three-pointer. I think more so they should let do-rags be wearable in the NBA. And then is Bam, that what it is? Yeah, Bam wears a do-rag in the Miami he's more aer- He's more aerodynamic in the summers. Yeah, that might be it. So the ball has more zip to it and that's why it's going in? Yeah. In, in the Pro-Ams? I would like to... I like to be on record real quick. Okay. If contracts were not an issue, 
I would do a Lowry for Westbrook trade straight up. All right, everybody. And that's the podcast for this week. We will see you next week. On Think about it in Thursday. terms of Miami Heat. The Heat infrastructure, the Heat staff, Westbrook has all the physical gifts to be a great NBA player, even now. No, yeah, for sure. No, dead, seriously. Yeah. Are you, I don't like this tone. Are you being real or not? Because we're, we're in a serious tone right now. Do I think the Heat could change Westbrook? No. no. I just – is that what I said? I said Westbrook has the physical gifts to be a great NBA player. Yeah, I'd right agree now. with that. Okay. The Heat are going to put him in a role where he can't mess up the game as much as he is in L.A. That's impossible. How's that? Westbrook has How's it never not possible. Westbrook has never wavered from this play style. Ever. In any year of his career, could you say, oh, well, I mean, if he gets back to that year, he's good. This isn't like, oh, this isn't like with Carmelo Anthony. Well, if he plays like he did in the Olympics, he'd be a great addition to this team. Every year it's the same Westbrook. Not, he's not going to change. He won't. The Heat would put him on the bench. And then what? He's going to pull his hamstring and blame the bench. <laughs> That's the funniest storyline. Like, it, it happened. He's going to do it again. That's the funniest storyline of the year so far. Westbrook hurt his hamstring, and he said it was because it took him off the bench in the preseason. I, like, and then the one, the fake doctor on Twitter tweeted out, oh, looks like you got a case of bench hamstring. <laughs> uh, um, uh, medicine will be starting for four months. Oh, you've got you, oh, you, you got you got, you got the sitting hamstring. Oh, uh, huh? you got to case the bench hamstring. Yeah, no, you got to start from now on. Um, he does know there's ways to like warm get up. active on the bench. There's, there's bikes. There's you know every time Westbrook is off know. the floor, he has heat pads on every part of his body. Why wouldn't he have asked for that when he you know wasn't on the bench? Or he said that he didn't know what to do in warm ups. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Warm up, right? <laughs> well, I'm not starting maybe, today, so I probably shouldn't warm maybe up Maybe warm right up now. harder so you have more of a, a game-like sweat going. There you go. So that you're on the bench to start the game is like your first time off the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know? yeah. But I trust our staff to point him in the right direction. Okay, I, I Along we with getting him to that. play whatever role we need him to play if he were in a heat uniform. No. Um, yes, I think he would see. He would. Did they respect. call this on Patty Mills? Looks like they did. There was just an abysmal call in the That's Milwaukee game. This isn't a visual podcast, however. Sorry, so I'm, we'll, just, I'm shocked. So we'll get back to the audio content. Um, yeah, Heat F minus. Um, okay. I can't believe they called that. Uh, last team that I'm going to ask you about. Who you got? Um, let's go with the number one team in the West. No, not the Sacramento Kings. The Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, I mean, the Trailblazers, they have to deserve an A after this start. There's only one great, not an A+. Plus. I'll, give, un- I'll, I'll give them an A+. Plus. They're undefeated. I'll give them an A+. Plus. There you go. A+, plus for you Blazers fans um, out there. Like Cole said, they sit atop the West, only undefeated team in the Western Conference. And four wins are not against, like, slouch teams either. No. They have wins against Sacramento, Phoenix. Oh, that's, a, that's, not a, that's no slouch team. Okay, it isn't. They have very good players in that team. Sacramento? Yes. They're, they haven't won. Neither of the Lakers, but they have good players. Yeah, they're, they have two so good players. So the 
Blazers have win against the Sacramento Kings, Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, and a 25-piece McNugget against the Denver the Denver Nuggets the on, Denver Muggets. on Tuesday. <laughs> Um, yep, that this is a team that a lot of people wrote off in the offseason and were saying they might as well tank for Wembenyama and maybe trade Damian Lillard. I don't know who said that. No one on this podcast. But um, we, we can't. Um, we don't know if this is going to keep up. No, we don't. Now, great start, though. Here's here's what's glaring to me as far as this could. I mean, dude, we. Case number one, the Bulls were the one seed in December last year. Dummy, I was thinking the same thing. And guess what? This Blazers team has a less reliable uh, team than the Bulls did. And guess what? We are four games into the year. They're getting solid performances out of players like Keon Johnson and Justice Winslow. You can't rely on that. No, and Guess I think what else? Jeremy Grant is averaging 18 a game. Okay, that's now that what, could keep. Going. Why is that crazy? <laughs> that's, that's Jeremy not, Grant is averaging 18 a game. Why is that crazy? That's, okay, that's not that crazy, but like not at all. That gave a okay. He might average more this season than 18. We haven't seen. We, everyone's everyone's been healthy. They haven't had a okay, and Anthony Simons. Who knows if he can keep this up? Because he's been, you might say he's the he's been the best player for this Blazers team. He's the sole reason why they beat the Nuggets on uh, the, the other night. Twenty two points in the third. Coming off a of back to back, he was pulling from everywhere. It was not a single look that didn't go down for him. You're, literally every shot, you're like, oh, that's 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 got to miss, and it went in. You this, know what? I I think these wins, this four and a start, somewhat can be attributed to. Other teams looking at the Trailblazers and saying, oh, it's the Blazers. They ain't believe in us. We're not going to scout them as hard. God did. They're a new team, newly assembled team, kind of random pieces that they just put together. And teams not taking them seriously or even not really knowing what to expect from this team. Is that fair to say? Yes, and it most definitely is. More along, more as, as the season goes along, I think it will be harder for them to get wins because they're not yes. – teams will say, all right, this isn't a slouch team. Obviously, they can win games, but we're going to have to give our best effort to beat them. Yes. Now, the Nuggets, they haven't looked nearly close to their potential no. as they will. The Lakers are the Lakers. The Kings are the Kings. And Fact. I mean, the Kings are downright the Kings. And it, it, you don't you – don't, it, there's nothing it's else crazy to say. that no matter who they put in place as coach, they could bring Phil Jackson back. They're still going to be the Kings. Still might just be the Kings. Um, Suns. Maybe they just need a name change. That might be a Sacramento a, Salamanders. Salamander Bumblebees. Uh, <laughs> cheeseburger cookout. Jeez, the, the Sacramento Cheeseburger Cookouts. Perfect. That actually would be perfect. I'll call Vivek tomorrow. <laughs> You talk to him often? Somewhat. A decent amount? Where do you think he got that cherry-picking idea from? <laughs> wasn't his daughter's team. Came from this guy. I forgot about that. The man said that the king should start cherry-picking. He legitimately had a meeting with the coaching staff 
and said, hey, what if we just had it? We just started cherry picking. I saw my daughter's team do it, and I think we should try it. That's insane. He thought about that. This is a guy. He doesn't know basketball. Everyone else he talked to, that's their job. Right. Basketball. And he decided to pitch cherry picking in the NBA. He did. That's bonkers. The fact that he's in a position of power with an NBA team is ludicrous. 9-11, birthday. Shout out to Ludacris. Oh, and I, didn't, I forgot where that was going. I didn't even put those pieces together for a second. Oh, yeah, no. It, that's, that's why. But, yeah, Suns, that's a decent one. So you can give them that. Shout out to the Blazers. But I'm 100% saying they will still be, at best, the seventh seed. I'm sorry. Are you in agreement? I would, yeah, I would agree. Fully agree. Okay, but uh, good job on being 4 0, guys. Really good job. I'm Great sure. Great start, fellas. In, uh, you know, March, everyone's going to be talking about the 4 0 start while they're 500 or worse. Okay. Is that the, that's it, right? That For is it. This, uh, yeah. So why don't we want to go into winner segments. of the week? Starting off with the winner of the week this week. Um, sure. Uh, why don't you go first? You go first. No, you go first. No. No. I will, I will walk off this set right now. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. I win. You go first. All right. Uh, I did scissors and Chase did scissors first round. Second round, I went we, back no to back cares. scissors. Absolutely no Chase one cares. Chase went paper. Amateur move. Go on. Winner of the week. We just talked about them. Portland Trailblazers. Start the week on Sunday with a game winner from Dame Dollar Time against the Lakers. Dame Dollar Time? Yes, that's what I call it now. And then they beat the Nuggets by 25. So I would say that's a good week. And they won the week in my mind. Okay. Who do you have? I have Damian Lillard as one of the week. Wow. Because all the help they got We are for, now a Trailblazers podcast. Definitely not. All the help the Blazers front office got for Dame is uh, working out great this week. Jeremy Grant, he's averaging 17 a game. Correct. I'm oh, sorry. I'm shocked 18. by that. Uh, shut up. Simons is averaging 20, and he, as of right now, is exactly what the Blazers were hoping he'd be. He was the sole reason they beat the Nuggets, as they said the other night, when he scored 22 points in the third quarter by himself, um, really creating separation. Not to mention Shaden Sharp. He hasn't been all the time, but he's showing flashes of being a really, really good player in the NBA. Yeah, doing a lot of good stuff. Like borderline all-star level. Um as well as the rest of the NBA misfits they have off the bench being decent enough to help them be 4-0 and at the time of this recording. Loser, Loser of the, of the week. week. You go first. <sighs> My Loser of the Week is Danny Ainge. <laughs> you know my Loser of the Week? Danny Ainge. The Jazz. <laughs> what? Dude, the Jazz like the winner of the week. You can't say the Jazz. Yeah, I can. Kelly Olynyk, the Lord Jazz organization. No, no, because I guess what? I know that every member of the Jazz organization isn't like walking around like, man, I can't believe we're three and one right now. Danny Ainge might they be. They know what's going on. No, they don't. Do yes, you think, they do. Whoa, do you think Laurie Markkinen? You think Kelly Olynyk thinks you think, like, oh, no. we are just gonna win? No. We're do you a think playoff hey, team? Listen to this. What? Do you think Laurie Markkinen is gonna be? Like slapping his um, his thigh and being all upset, come 
uh, July when the draft lottery happens and the Jazz don't get number one, do you think he's going to be upset by that? No, but they know what's going on. They know what Ainge wants to do. Do you think they care? No. Guess what? That as affects a whole, their contract. No, as a whole, no, this affects the Jazz are not meeting their goals. No. No. No, no, Okay, no. fine. I'm changing my loser of the week. To who? Danny Ainge. Good. Good. I win. Danny Ainge loser of the week. Not the Jazz. Because guess what? Th- these players on the Jazz, this I kind of said the Jazz as a, as a comedy thing of like, oh, well, they're I don't winning, like but that. they shouldn't. They should lose. Well, I don't like that. Fine. This is a re- I'm, a, I'm, literal, I'm going literal Larry on here because guess what? These players winning, this helps them get their contracts uh, next next offseason. Okay? Yeah. This is a morale boost for the whole entire organization. The people that go in there and their jobs are to help the Jazz get ready for games and stuff, tape them up make sure they have their meals. Do you think they're upset that they're 3-1? and one? No. So, yeah. Loser of the week is Danny Ainge because he wants them to lose all the games they can. Second runner-up winner of the week as far as Coles thinks, that is the Utah Jazz. I mean, they almost got winner of the week alone just for beating the Timberwolves after the Gobert trade. I mean... Rudy Gobert, who looked awful that game, by the way. I mean, he must just be so. He just. I. I really hope he feels dumb. I really do. After letting his former team that traded away all their everything lose to the Timberwolves. Yeah, that's a tough look for the Timberwolves. Can't lie. But it was very enjoyable. Oh, I, yeah, I. Really, I don't want the Timberwolves to succeed. They got so overzealous. I'm not sure if I've said that yet, but I don't want them to succeed. They got so ridiculously overzealous with that move. I don't know why you just, like, dude, you got to trust the process. That's a clear example of them not trusting the process. Why are you just going to cheat your timeline? It's not, it's clearly not your time yet. No, you can't jump the gun. They're just, this is, and I'm, this is not a hot take because it's, I mean, I think I've said it already on this podcast, and a lot of people are already saying this. This is going to go down as one of the worst trades in NBA history. They gave with, up everything. With this trade, they're going to be stuck in the dreaded middle of the pack of the NBA for the next eight years. And with this, I think that I think with this trade, they could lose Anthony Edwards. Yeah, and I I said that in one of our earlier pods. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Tweet. Of the week. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Okay, go first. Uh, you know, just scroll on Twitter like I normally do. Yes. I see something come up from the NBA Central. Yes. Not the NBA Central with two L's or three E's or anything like that. The NBA Central. Yes. Quote from Dennis Smith. I told my previous agent, I'm not going overseas if shit don't work out. I'm just going to the NFL. And I was dead ass serious. I put on hella weight. I was going to try. He looks fat. I I would take Dennis Smith on the Ravens. Bro, hell yes, I'm taking Dennis Smith on the Ravens. I'm taking Dennis Smith He's on the Ravens. He's one of the most gifted athletes I've ever Are seen in my serious? life. Are you serious? He has an extra ligament in his knee, which helps him jump higher. Yeah. Dude, he's one of the best natural athletes on earth. I'm mad that he, he didn't has one play of the football. worst jump shots I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, 
and he doesn't know what's a good shot and what's a bad shot. The Panthers might sign him just cause. They're, Dude, the Panthers should sign him. The Panthers. They're not right doing now. anything else. Dude, Tennis Foot Jr. I don't know what position he'd play. Maybe cornerback or running back. Um, he's too tall to be a running back, right? No, J- Derrick Henry's his height, I think. Yeah, you're right. He, he, I mean, he could probably play. I don't know back. how fast, like his forty time, but I, I bet he'd be great at any position except for quarterback. I don't know about well, a line lineman, of course. Yeah, he could. I think he could do whatever. Dude, he could be a I've, scary bro. Imagine. I've said many times that basketball players could easily go play football, and not the. Not the opposite. Oh, one million percent. Imagine Dennis Pitt Jr. No th- bias in that take. You sign him just to be on the field goal unit to block block field goals. Yeah, he just goes up and just jumps as high as he can and just tips him. He could do it. He'd be great. He'd be Tucker's worst nightmare. Not, I mean, Tucker would work around it. He'd probably curve the ball or something. But yeah, that Browns kicker, he couldn't. You know. No, the Browns kicker, Dennis Pitt Jr. being in the stadium would freak him out. Right. Um. My tweet of the week. Um, Brian Windhorst. There might not be a bigger troll in the NBA than Miami's Why Jimmy Butler. Would they do that? He knew these pictures would be used for the rest of the season in promotional materials. Jimmy Butler, everyone knows at this point, Jimmy Butler shaved his face clean and put on fake uh, hair extensions. Just the longest braids that you and could wear. And he looks like a whole other human being. You can't really tell his gender in these pictures he just looks very 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 unusual it's not not jimmy butler it's not jimmy butler it's legitimately not and these pictures are used they're on nba.com every single commercial promoting games this is what he looks like and sure enough the first official practice after preseason he he's, he's he's back to his normal look. He already has his facial hair back, and he has his, his like normal uh, like braids look going right now, and it's just hilarious. Every time I see these pictures, and I don't know if it's like protocol they can't, you know, not use the this year's pictures. If it is, they're gonna change the protocol. Honestly, I think, I think by game forty three, yeah, I think it's it's a different Jimmy Butler picture. But I mean, the way the NBA is, I wouldn't be surprised if they like made him do pictures again. I think they will. It's just way too funny. It's way and too the funny. The day that he does the pictures again, he's going to go back to this look. Um, no, imagine he does something different. That would be so his, All of his hair is just like straight up. That'd be so <laughs> he, gets, he, gets, he gets himself an afro. Yes. Yeah. No, not even afro. That hair, but just all straight up. Like an Alfred Payton type look. Yes, but higher. <laughs> I think that'd be great. <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen the pictures, you got to look it up. But yeah. Okay. Trivia question of the week. You don't have game of the week again? What do you what do you have for game of the week? Game of the week? Honestly, my game of the week is the game that's happening at ten o'clock after this, if that were my pick. But did you put any thought on the game of the week? Because I totally forgot about it. I have Heat vs. Warriors on Thursday. That's definitely not my game of the week because I'm I think afraid. I think just well, not even game of the week, like Entertainment-wise, I think it's importance. Just a, it's a very important game for both, for both teams. teams. Okay, yeah. The, one no, team got a C, one got an F plus. I'm totally there. F minus, rather. I'm actually totally there. I think um, it's a very important game for their early season I, trajectory for both I teams. I totally back you. This is now my game of the week as well. Um, I will be predicting a Heat 30-point win. I predict an F minus for your prediction. I'm just kidding. I predict a very close game. Um, 
Is it where is the game being played? Do you know? I do not. Um, honestly, the Heat don't have a home court advantage, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're all partying in Miami. Nobody goes Everyone, to those games. No, no, no. Everyone just gets there really late. Right, they're all partying and busy and working. There's also a traffic issue and a parking issue in Miami. Oh, we know that 100%. Uh, that, uh, me and Chase went to it. Actually, we went to a Heat Warriors game last year at FTX Arena. Bought the tickets before we knew that everybody wasn't playing. Not everybody didn't on the Warriors, but guess what? The Warriors still won, and Poole had an amazing game where he hit a bunch of backboard threes. It was a great Jordan Poole um, game. And that was the game that the very famous Jimmy Butler, Eric Spolstra fight happened. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it took me and Chase and my dad, I think, 45 minutes to get out of the parking lot. Just, just well, the parking lot. The worst part is this. We got there probably two hours before the game. Oh, that was awesome. I love that. And the the place we parked, the guy said, 20 bucks extra, I'll give you a perfect spot to be able to exit fast. Mm-hmm. We are like, all right, fine, 20 bucks extra, we'll do that. The exit was we were l- We were last in line. We got totally screwed. Actually, no, we did it. We pulled a savvy move and we backed up. Remember, we got oh, really yeah, lucky yeah. because we were right by another exit, but for whatever reason, a cop was just yeah, they blocking were, they that were exit. blocking exits from a parking lot. For what? We don't know. Yeah, and then they the cop left, and I was right on top of it, and I was like, yo, we got to go right now. And we like reversed out of the spot. And we ended up, to Chase's incorrectness, being one of the first people to exit. Um, it was so, still just it was not it was easy. still a while and like, I could see how there's parking issues at the heat games yeah everyone because I follow a lot of and heat Twitter people obviously um, everyone is always talking about the parking issues down at FTX but still a uh, really enjoyable time however there was some uh, Floridians mad dogging us for whatever reason at the game still had a good time good game good game um, me and Chase are actually going to be in attendance for uh, Heat Wizards on November 18th I believe um, important game for not only standings wise, but Gilbert Arenas, Karan Butler, and Antoine Jameson will the be big honored three of big at threes. halftime of that game, as Karan Butler is a Heat assistant coach. So yeah, that'll be a good time. But yeah, good times. Heat close game win. Okay, Cole, it is trivia time. Yes, it is. My week to ask the questions. That's why you introduced. And this week, I got a stats question for you. Stats? Team stats? No, not team state. Team state? You can wear Hardens. The good thing about team stats is I can wear my Hardens. Yes. All right, Cole. There are four NBA players who have led their teams in all five major statistical categories in all of the NBA's long storied history. Repeat that whole thing. Four NBA players who have led their teams in all five major statistical categories. Like in a year? In a year. Over a year. Okay. I just have to name those players? Name those players. Nikola Jokic. Wrong, sir. LeBron James. Wrong, sir. Four players all time? All time. Magic Johnson. Wrong, sir. I'm going to give you this. There's a Celtic. There's a Bull. Larry Bird. Wrong, sir. There's another Celtic. Wait. And there's a wait. Buck. Two Celtics, a Bull, and a Buck? Yes. Two Celtics from very different areas. Oscar Robertson. Wrong, sir. <laughs> what? Giannis. There you go. That's Correct, the Buck. Correct, sir. That's the Buck. Two Celtics. 
Two Celtics from different eras. Cowens. Cowens was 6'9 and led in all five major statistical categories. I don't want to say Russell, but I do. You don't. Why would you, you, why would you give that up? Because that was your answer and it was wrong. I said I don't want to say Russell, so I wasn't going to. But then you did. No, I didn't. I said I don't want to say Russell. That doesn't count on record. Okay, fine. Strike that from the record. Strike that from the record. Everybody, let the record show. Cole never said Bill Russell. Okay, from different eras. And I think I already said, did I already say Bird? I'm going to have to redact my former statement. This player played for the Celtics, but didn't do it on the Celtics. So it was Walton? No. What? Two different eras. I know that Walton and Havlicek didn't cross eras. Neither did Cowens and Walton, but two very different eras. That's a big hit. <laughs> Is it really? Two very different eras. So he played for the Kevin Celtics. Kevin Garnett on the Wolves? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it was the Bull, and that Bull's not Michael Jordan. Nope. Because he wouldn't have led them in rebounds. Nope. And he wouldn't have led them in assists. Nope. Um, this Bull's got to be Scott Pippen. It was Scott Pippen. Very good. Was it, was, did it, was it, it was the one year that uh, it was it was the year that MJ was on the team following Jordan's retirement I love that so much yep and the last player was a buck who was already Giannis so we did it's not, it's not so you one. said all of them so that that was all of them yeah four that should have been way more clean bro oh my gosh yeah you didn't do great at that who the hell led wait four may okay assists rebounds points and what else blocks and steals and blocks and steals okay so Jokic didn't lead them in steals. Barton probably did, or Monte Morris. You know what? Jokic might be on this because this was in 2020. I don't. Th- well, no, he wouldn't have led them in steals. Definitely not. If steals count, he could have. He did, in fact, lead the Nuggets in all statistical categories. I just looked it up. Really? He was the sixth player in NBA history to do so. Sixth? Yes. Who was fifth? I don't know. Uh oh. This t- bad <laughs> trivia by me. This trivia has been a disaster. I'll take that one on the chin. My bad. Now we got to find who this fifth guy or this other guy was. <laughs> yeah, LeBron James did it in 2008. Why was he not on the list? He that was made in 2020. He averaged 28.7.6 rebounds, 7.2 assists, 1.7 steals, and 1.1 blocks. Why was he not on the list that was made in 2020? Couldn't. Hell yeah. Wow. So my first guess was LeBron James, and I was right. All right. Yeah. So I bet. So strike another thing from the record. This was a disastrous trivia by Chase Aru. Bad trivia by Chase. I cannot believe. I think Gilkic was my second guess. It was. That would have been a hot start. Yeah, but you said Magic Johnson, too. So it was like not that hot of a start. Okay. Magic Johnson. And then Oscar Robertson. And then Oscar Robertson, they probably. You got to know, know that they didn't track steals and they blocks. They didn't track steals then. and blocks. That's why. Yeah. So had they bad history by you? Had they big O, which apparently you're good at, but whatever. And also had they Russell would have easily been on the list because he averaged, they say, ten blocks a game. Again, bad history by you. Probably Wilt on there too, but not definitely not assists. Yeah, assists. No, because Jerry or not even Jerry. Because he didn't play with him a lot. Whoever the guard was probably averaged more assist just passing it. Not too even low. his Philly days, you don't think? 
No, I really don't because Wilt was such a selfish player back right. then. Um, had they been tracking assists, though? Had they been tracking assists? I think he would have wanted assists. Yeah, maybe you're right. All right, we're getting so off topic. It's insane. We got to go. All right, well, what do you think?